The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Jeff Bezos selling Amazon stock for the first time in more than two years. Mark Zuckerberg, he's selling some meta shares too. Today, what insider sales could mean for tech at large. It's Monday, February 12th. Welcome to the Tech Check Podcast. I'm Deirdre Bosa with Mark Gilbert. What's up, D? Hey, how you doing? What's up, D? How you doing? I'm good. Um, I don't have billions of dollars worth of mega cap tech shares to sell. In fact, I have zero because that's our policy at CNBC. But wow, $2 billion. I was going to say, I was going to look around the house. I was going to say, I was going to look around the house and see if there's anything around here that I could sell. I'm like, Facebook Marketplace, couple, maybe make billion. a couple billion. That's that's Gilbert Insider. Yeah, Gilbert Insider Sales, sales is me. Yeah, like Gilbert Insider Sales is me, like selling my couch. But that is our story today, right? That is our story today, right? Insider Sales, Insider Sales, within the world of technology. Jeff Bezos, obviously, the founder, longtime CEO of Amazon, $2 billion. Selling $2 billion. We found out also, we found out also last year, right? At the Mark end of Zuckerberg, last year, right, sold that Mark Zuckerberg sold half a billion in the last few weeks of 2023. It's a trend. At least the beginnings of a trend, and I think important for investors to keep an eye on. And the reason we kind of thought of this story is because the last time we saw significant insider sales was back in 2021, and it really marked the top. To be clear, though, let's take a step back. There's many reasons why insiders sell stock in their companies. And they'll be happy to tell you. There's diversification, personal finance needs, like maybe another yacht. Bezos, we know, already bought a very, very expensive one. Um, It could be personal income tax policy. Again, Bezos moving to Miami. This would help him out by selling now when his primary residence is there. But it's not necessarily an indication of the top. There's many, many reasons why. But what we do think is that it's interesting to note the last time we saw Bezos in particular sell significant shares in Amazon, Like I said, it was in 2021, just ahead of that 22 downturn, a year in which the NASDAQ fell more than 30%. He timed it. He did a wonderful job. Exactly. It's maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be. Maybe it doesn't have to be the sign of a top, but they definitely don't sell at the bottom. And and back then in 2021, we were at the stocks were hitting, you know, fresh stocks were hitting, you know, fresh valuations had the pandemic, valuations had the pandemic, and digital transformation wins at their back. I mean, and it didn't end up lasting. It didn't end up lasting. No, but a lot of people at the time thought it might, right? A lot of people got burned by that. Um, Many would argue that this time's different. Interest rates, they're higher. It's no longer growth at all costs. In fact, tech is focused on profitability. And, you know, you could argue too that the generative AI tailwinds are stronger and more sustainable than the pandemic ones. Although I know we talked about this, Gilbert. I'm not so sure. It felt really strong back then I was also say, yeah and i was going to say this is yeah, an and i, I sort of this is, is an interesting feel point like is, sort of subjectively do you feel like sort of subjectively right it's hard to, to, it's hard to you know, exactly answer on this you know exactly answer on this but i feel like more about a bubble in 2021 than we do about a bubble and i think maybe that has i think maybe that has to do with you know we were at the waning days of the waning days of this decades long bull market and so people were sort of looking at basically except for a short period basically except for a short period when we were looking at sort of like Straight, we're looking at the sort of like right. straight line up to the right. It definitely feels different now than it did back in 2021 because 
that focus on profitability. Remember too, that like back in 2021, every company tried to say that they were a tech company. Sure, you've got every company now saying that they're an AI company, <laughs> but they've got to show a little right. more for it. And right. I just think generally the rally um, that we're seeing now is really concentrated in the mega cap tech companies that have pristine balance sheets, a ton of cash flow, big moats, and they're the ones who are leading kind of the AI hype cycle. So even if you think it's a bubble, there's a lot behind it. They at least have a lot of existing customers to sell to or huge amounts of distribution and data that should bode well for them. So it does feel a little bit different, but here's some of the ways that it also feels kind of similar. Stocks at large are again hitting record highs, the S&P 500. You've got the NASDAQ getting back to 2021 levels. And while speculative assets and stocks are not like they were in 2021, they are back also. I mean, just relative to the last few years. You've got Kathy Wood's ARK ETF up 30% over the last three months and Bitcoin hit 50K today. It, I mean, you could <laughs> you could say we're back in 2021, but to a much lesser degree. Yeah, I do think that that's a really interesting point is that what was leading us to the upside in 2021 and the kinds of stocks we were talking about every uh, every day were like the DocuSigns and, um, you know, Carvana were these like Carvana, the vending yeah, machine cars. I'll always totally. It was this speculative that. moment of these like speculative type names that were unprofitable. And now we're talking about like Apple and NVIDIA, which you can argue whether the, the valuations are stretched, but these are companies mm -hmm. with actual business models and, you know, very profitable uh, sort of ones. Like mature, more uh, more garpy. You and I like to talk about yes. garp. It's a, they're more yeah. garpy companies leading the way. So growth at a reasonable why is this? Why do people pay attention to this? I think it's sort of clear, right? Uh, people do track insider sales. I think two big reasons. One, they're just seen as smart people, right? These are smart capital allocators. Um, and so it's sort of interesting to watch when they buy and sell stock. Uh, and I think the, the obvious number two reason is because they do have some special insight into the market, into tech trends and sort of buying trends and enterprise sales trends and consumer trends in, in particular. And so if you look at someone like a Jeff Bezos, who's still the executive chairman at uh, Amazon or Zuckerberg, who's still you know running the company, uh, you know, it is interesting to watch what they do. The companies, you sort of hinted at this at the top, the companies, when you ask them about this, right, they always push back. They say, they say, no, 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 no. These are part of long planned estate, you know, estate planning sales and the, the mm -hmm. actual people, you know, this is just their accountant doing this. These are not day-to-day -day calls on stocks. I think that is complete nonsense, right? Even if you had long planned schedules, you can cancel them. So if you think the price is wrong, you can just call your accountant and say, you know, uh, oh, actually don't do that, you know, share sale because the, because Amazon stock is, you know, down 50% year to date or whatever. Gilbert, you and I talk a lot about business trends on a daily basis, and we've never actually talked about this, but I can say that we are in complete agreement. <laughs> it gives them cover. This okay. estate planning or the scheduled stock sales, it just gives them cover so that they can always say, this was planned. I completely agree with you. So you really, it's, it's, I mean, you have to look beyond that. In general, in business, whenever anyone says it was part of a plan or it's like, uh, oh, it's all, it's actually our policy not to comment on those matters. I'm like, it's your policy? What, who, what is, you just made that up. You know what I mean? Oh, it's my, it's, it's actually, it's my policy that I don't pay taxes. You, you know, know I, mean? I spent a good deal of this morning going back and reading a lot of articles from the end of 2021. And I was just amazed by the sheer number of billions of dollars that was being sold by some of the smartest investors and insiders at that time. And it kind of, we didn't, we didn't pay enough attention to it and yeah. maybe it wasn't the top, so it wouldn't have mattered, but it kind of, that's why we decided to do the story. Jeff Bezos' share sale 
got our attention and we thought, okay, we're not at that point yet where you see, you know, huge selling by a bunch of different insiders, but it's significant. And also this latest share sale, which is amounts to more than $2 billion, that could just be the start, right? In a regulatory filing, Amazon says that Bezos plans to sell as many as 50 million shares over the next 12 months. And that amounts to more than $8 billion. So, you know, if you keep selling and Zuckerberg keeps selling, it's something certainly that investors should pay attention to. And speaking of those mega caps, um, it is a much smaller extent. So we mentioned Zuckerberg. He's been one of the top insider sellers, sellers of Metastock over the last few months. And then I also did a look at NVIDIA. Jensen Huang, he actually does sell shares like on a schedule more often on than some of the basis. others. Exactly, on a regular basis. Um, but you know, he's, he's still one of the top insider sellers of the last three months. And here we're talking millions of dollars, not billions of dollars worth of sales. So it's not like a red flag or anything, but it is interesting. I was also, you know, just because we were doing the story, I was looking around. You've also got Daniel Eck of Spotify selling $50 million of stock. Um, you know, that's a stock that has doubled in the last year, right? So not choosing to sell at the bottom. Uh, Sundar Pichai of Google has sold shares recently. I mean, these not are these, uh, I will agree, these are not timed down to the day always, you know, and you, you never could. But, um, you know, you, you do have tech stocks hitting new all-time high, high's now. Valuation is clearly a consideration, even for someone like Jensen Huang. You know, they're thinking about this over a, over a decade-long, um, you know, or a multi-decade-long time frame. Mm -hmm. And they just want to make sure that they don't sell at the wrong, at the wrong times. Right, right. Um, speaking of NVIDIA, too, the backdrop for Bezos' sale, it was interesting that we started talking about it this morning, too, for another reason. Um, NVIDIA's market cap surpassed that of Amazon this morning. And um, I got a bit of history from you. I think this comes, I think I read it in Reuters. The last time that we saw a more valuable NVIDIA than Amazon was back in 2002 when they were each worth under $6 billion. And maybe that's the other side of the argument here is that even if you've got insiders selling, they're still very smart people who have a hand in their companies and will continue to grow them. And we talk often about this, how the big just keep eating the small and get bigger and bigger. Yeah. I mean, and the other one, I mean, the, the, the sort of elephant in the room that we haven't talked about yet is Elon Musk, right? Yeah. I mean, that, and he did that huge uh, share sale. And remember, there was all that sort of like con controversy about taxes and he didn't want to do a share sale, but he did it all in 2021. I mean, and he just timed that to perfection, yes. right? I mean, he, well, he, he and sold at the very top of, uh, of Tesla. That's right. Thank you for mentioning him because he was sort of a big, a big name with billions of dollars in sales at that time. And he hasn't so far this year. So, you know, we'll keep an eye and let you guys know if we start. Yeah, to that was that was uh, that was 2021 and, mm -hmm. and 2022 when he sold. I, I didn't mean to say just 2021. But what's also interesting now, actually, instead of asking for instead of saying he wants to sell stock, right, he, he's saying he wants more stock. He, he had that tweet that said, uh, you know, in, in order for me to be sort of incentivized to build things within Tesla, I actually need to be a bigger shareholder. Uh, so he's looking for for more stock at a time when Tesla has, you know, obviously underperformed. <laughs> so he's looking for cheap. Right. You know, he's got he's got cheap things. He can buy. In, good point. Tesla is a very different stock story than the other magnificent seven in terms of coming off that peak. So now might be a good time to buy. But you don't see Bezos. Buy, and maybe that's key as well. You don't see Bezos buying shares are picking up more. And I think I read that he bought one share for the first time in like many, many years last year. And we don't really know what it means, but it was like symbolic. He just bought one share. Yeah, it was share. like symbolic. He bought one share. Yeah. And when, and when Amazon was, was in this sort of trough. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it's an interesting topic. We are going to be continuing to check the filings and see if this turns into something more. But certainly we thought it was something investors should maybe just, yeah, we'll, just keep, an we'll keep an eye on this and continue to update in the uh, in the pod if we see some sort of more, a couple more uh, of this trend. Mark, earnings isn't over. We've got the gig trio tomorrow. So we'll be back with that. We've got Instacart, Airbnb, and Lyft. And I already have sort of the ideas of a, of a story. So I'll share that with you. But you got to tune oh, okay. in. Oh, I'm excited. All right, see you Marty. Bye. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.